This is Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Intuitive Oracle Jamie Hearn. Jamie stirs the cauldron with witches, shamans, healers, psychics, and mediums who bravely share their power and give you insight into what conversations with dead people really look like. It's probably not what you think. Sometimes hilarious, sometimes macabre, and always informative. Hello and welcome back to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. I'm Jamie Hearn, and today I'm so excited to chat with my Akashic Record soul sister, Emily Logan Lewis. She's a Soul Journey certified, trauma-informed Akashic Records master consultant, a quantum energy healer, and a psychic and mediumship development coach for entrepreneurs and spiritual leaders. Emily is here to help old souls have more fun and to live life on earth from a place of pure joy, freedom, and fulfillment. Well, like, I don't think we need to go any further or know anybody else. Emily is like the girl we need, right? Aw, yes. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> um, as the founder of Emily the Mystic, her lifetime experience in all things spirituality, energy, and positive mindset is regularly featured in media and popular podcasts, you know, like Witches, Bitches, and Dead mm-hmm. People. Hell yeah. <laughs> she uses her lifetime psychic gifts along with the Akashic Records, inner child work, shadow work, and hypnotherapy to clear energetic blocks so that her clients can receive a massive quantum recalibration discover their own unique intuitive and psychic gifts, create income leaps, and manifest the lifestyle of freedom, fun, and joy that they have always been desiring. When she's not joyfully creating YouTube videos or serving her clients, you can find Emily relaxing at the beach, crafting high vibrational recipes, going to a Pilates class, dancing to electronic music, or reading the latest thriller novel. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, that's me in a nutshell right there. (laughs) (laughs) So every week when I record, I pull a card first. This week I pulled, and I'll tell you, I have like 12 decks floating around, and I just wait and see which deck intuitively says, it's my turn. Mm -hmm. So you were the dragon Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and Thor's red, black, and gold dragon card is Ooh, the one Oh, that's got. powerful. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's all about um, rapid change and transformation. And it's associated with Archangel Gabriel. So anyone who gets this card is assured that they are ready to change uh, situation, circumstance, relationship. And it is probably already in process. It also reminds you that you are ready to receive support and assistance, which I kind of find challenging sometimes being a strong entrepreneur. I'm like, I can do it myself. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But that support and assistance is so powerful. How does that resonate for you? Oh, my gosh. That message was like literally everything that I needed to hear. I mean, (laughs) 
seriously. I love it. I definitely feel like, cause I've been doing spiritual work for a while and working with clients for a while, but I feel like I'm on a little bit of a massive up level for myself mm. in terms of life and business and thinking about moving potentially and wanting to create some big business shifts. So yeah, I feel all of the above. And also too, it's so funny. You mentioned the last part about needing support because I do a lot and we'll get into this, but I do a lot of past life work for myself and for clients. And literally I feel like every past life that I go into for myself is me being a witch and doing my work alone, <laughs> like in a house in the middle of nowhere alone, multiple lifetimes of that same story. So every time when I'm like here doing my thing on my own, I'm gonna have to remind myself, Emily, like you need your community, you need your mentors, you need support. So 100%. Yes, that's a big message for me for sure. So I kind of have to giggle a little bit at the image of you in this like stone house in the yep. middle of the woods with your cauldron because that's me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I was I love there. It. I had that one too. <laughs> um, but it, the that witch wound really does influence us from building community. So I'm thrilled to connect with you because we came from a spiritual community where it was all really powerful, cool women. So I'm thrilled to get to know you. Absolutely. Me too. Me too. So I, I did a little digging around and learned what I could about you. Tell us about some of your spiritual experiences from when you were young. Oh, great question. So my main psychic gifts are clairaudience and claircognizance. So when I was little, I remember having a lot of experiences where I had these imaginary friends that I would hear their voices in my mind. I would have conversations with them. I've spoken to myself my whole life. And so I would be in my room like playing with my dolls and also playing with these <laughs> imaginary friends, AKA my spirit guides and having full on conversations with them. They had names. Even my mom will bring up some of their names. And now I know that they were not, you know, so imaginary. Um, and I, <laughs> I also was really just into spiritual topics from the ages of like nine, 10 and 11. I would go to the library. I would read as many books as I could on those topics. And I had no idea where those interests came from. They were just a part of me and which they were always something that I was fascinated in. Fascinated I love about. that. And was your family supportive, even though they might not really understand? So it's an interesting dynamic because I grew up in a Roman Catholic household and I went to Catholic school for 12 years. I know a lot of us <laughs> have a similar story from the spiritual community and my mom, who was the person who raised me to be Roman Catholic, was also the one who bought me the spiritual books and who encouraged the interest and who bought me my first tarot deck and all of those things. And it's because her mom was very interested in, in this work and had her own witchy side, too. So I love that. And go, mom. Like that yeah. is, <laughs> That's just awesome that she would foster in you what your true gifts were and not try to squish you into a box. Cause I'm really way more interested in burning the box than putting Hell everybody yeah. in it. Me too. <laughs> Destroy it. Get rid of it all. <laughs> I love that. And I mean, you telling the story about playing with your imaginary friends. 
so many kids have that experience and they're told, oh, stop pretending. You're just making that up. So I'm just so thrilled that your mom helped you to grow those connections instead of squishing them. Oh yeah, absolutely. And she's still my, one of my number one supporters to this day. So beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little more about your Claire audience. Um, so I'm fascinated by it because I'm Claire cognizant and when I hear stuff, I'm like, oh, where'd that come from? Like, it, it just yeah. like, rattles me a little bit. So tell me about your experience with it. So mine is more internal. So mm. I hear words and phrases in my mind, like a running dialogue. So for example, some, you, most days, every day, I will say out loud, spirit guide team, are you here? And then I'll hear a quick response back in my mind that's something like, yes, Emily, we're always here. <laughs> and it's like, but it comes through in a voice that's not my own inner voice. It's like a different tone. It's a different pitch. Um, and so that's how I know it's not me. It's coming from an external source. I love that. So do you have ongoing dialogue with them all day? Because you said, like, you mentioned mm -hmm. working alone, but you're not alone. Yeah, exactly. I'm never alone. Um, yes, I do. And it's it's fun for me because I will t talk out loud, have conversations with them. And I do a lot of channeling like that where I'm moving around my house and asking them questions and then jotting down notes. And then I will use that to create content and so forth. For awesome. My work. I love that. That's really, really cool. So in the work you do with clients, Tell us about some, like your, your typical client. I know there's not really like an average client, but like, who do you love to work with? My clients are very creative, out of the box people. They don't like to live the, the classic, traditional, normal lifestyle. They're super open-minded. They're adventurous. They love exploring, trying new things, doing new things. So they, my clients are literally down for anything. <laughs> That's what I love about them because they're so optimistic and positive people, but at the same time, they're willing to do the deep inner work. They're willing to go into the darker past lives. They're willing to do the healing that they need to do. And so together, the work that I do helps them to feel connected to that life purpose that they've always sort of had a nudge of what that is supposed to be, but to actually implement it in their external reality and actually do the work to help other people or to have a family or whatever their, their unique purpose is. So I help them to be able to create that lifestyle that they've always been desiring for themselves that may not look like the typical nine to five lifestyle that a lot of you know, the average person may have. So uh, this is so judgy of me, but when people are like in that nine to five rot, sometimes I feel like they're stuck there and it's my job to get them out. I totally know it's not my job. Yeah. Like, it's, it's their bag, but I'm always like, I can help you. <laughs> I know it's a hard, <laughs> it's, it can be a hard thing. Cause sometimes I'm like, because I've all since I've been an entrepreneur for a while, I also know that being an entrepreneur isn't the easiest choice ever. So sometimes when my clients will come to me with like a stable income and great benefits, I'm like, okay, like let's make sure that you're so ready <laughs> to leave yeah. this job <laughs> and you're so confident in your business uh, before you make that decision. Of course, it has to come internally too, right? They have to be right. ready to make that jump as well. So 
So you mentioned purpose. Do you help people to clarify their purpose? Because I think we all know, Mm -hmm. like, we all have a knowing of what our purpose is. But sometimes it's really hard to articulate from that, like, external energetic knowledge into 3D words. Yeah, absolutely. And then I, the way that I see purpose is that we all have a unique energetic essence that is just, that describes who we are as a soul. This essence is not new to this lifetime. It's one that we've carried with us throughout lifetimes. And then that essence gets expressed in this lifetime through the mission that we physically do. And typically that mission has different layers to it. It may be, you may need to have one mission that's one specific thing for a certain amount of time. And then that mission may evolve and change into something else. So I help my clients kind of peel back the layers of what's your mission right now? And you know, in this now moment, what are you being called to do next? And we dive into what that could look like. Awesome. Um, I haven't really talked about the Akashic Records on any of my podcasts, which is kind of surprising because I've interviewed so many people who are Akashic Records practitioners, Mm -hmm. as am I. And it just feels like it's like, it hasn't really bubbled up yet. So mm-hmm. you're it, sister. Let's I love talk it. About the records. I'm obsessed. <laughs> yes. How did you first learn about them? So I first learned about the records pretty early on in my spiritual journey. However, <laughs> that version of Emily did not understand what they were. And she thought that the records were literally a physical hall of physical records, long scrolls that the practitioners <laughs> could tap into with like a skeleton key. And then they would a- be able to translate and read the language that was on the scrolls. I didn't understand what the Akashic records meant until I had readings from some really amazing practitioners who showed me that no, it's not a physical library. It's a metaphysical library that's made up of energy that contains the energetic information about all of us Mm -hmm. souls throughout the entire universe, not just on planet earth, but throughout all times, planes and dimensions. And those practitioners really helped me to see new things about myself. They reflected a lot of really beautiful things about me, back to me, about who I am at a soul level. And I felt so called to be able to do that work to help other people. So I decided that I needed to learn. And I found my way into the uh, program that we both did together. Awesome. Um, I think that's so, I mean, it's cute. And it's so validating that you started there. Yeah. So many people are like, oh, they look at us and they're like, oh, we can't do what you do. You totally can. Like, you totally can. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my first experience with it was, um, well, I, I had actually been having experiences my whole life and didn't recognize yeah. that it had a name and, and it was something I could dive deeper in until I was in this class. And I'll never forget it. It was like in somebody's converted garage and this woman who came to teach the class was like the coolest hippie I ever met in my life. And she's describing the Akashic records. And I was like, no shit. That's what they're called. I've been there. (laughs) That's so amazing. (laughs) But it, it is a really 
powerful tool. So tell us how you use the records, like for yourself, for example. Yeah, absolutely. So I spend a lot of time in the records during a week. Um, I will take time to tap in. And usually when I go in there, I will ask the guides about something that I may feel blocked by. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I can't create this so easily, like what's stopping me or I'm getting a little bit impatient with this. Like, why am I not able to create this so easily? And then they will take me into the root cause of what's going on, whether that be a past life or something from this lifetime in childhood or even later on in this lifetime. And then I will work with them to heal, clear and shift the energy. And by the end of my little mini session that I do for myself, I'm feeling so much lighter and so much brighter. So it's just such an amazing tool to have because it really allows you to go deep into some of those things that may be unknowingly blocking you from where you want to be. I find that it's quick. That you yeah, get and to, it's you quick. Get so deep. Yeah, I've also learned learned recently um, some of our programming from other dimensions that we've had causes us to be able to process things more quickly. Like, like yeah, our plane. Not necessarily everyone has that experience. So going in and going deep quickly just seems natural to me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why it's super important to share that with other people because there's no reason that they have to struggle and spend hours and hours and days and months and years trying to heal something. Like we can get to it. We, yeah. <laughs> we can fix this shit. Mm-hmm. 100%. So, who is your? Favorite witch, bitch, or dead people? And no offense to the people you don't pick. Just randomly pick one. (laughs) I'm going to have to say my grandma, actually. Um, Yeah. And it's interesting because I never met her. She passed away before... I was born. However, I have created a new relationship with her by using my mediumship gifts. And I know that part of the reason why I chose this lifetime, this body, the family that I did was because it's in my DNA to be able to do this work. And that my my mom, my sister, they're both so intuitive. And so it's just naturally ingrained in me to be able to do this work for myself and for others. I love that. Um, I actually had someone else. I don't remember to ask that question every time. So maybe she was nudging me to ask it. But yeah. I had someone else pick their grandma. And the grandma actually came in before the session. And she was like, you're going to talk about me today. And I was like, okay. I love it. Do you have energies come through mediumship wise uh, regularly? So I actually started my practice of doing work for spiritual work for other people through mediumship as a modality. And it was for me, one of the easiest ways that I could tap into to the spiritual world. I started learning how to practice mediumship through working with a mentor. And when I started doing practice readings for people, it was like the easiest thing in the world. I was like, now looking back with hindsight, I've had so many mediumship experiences in childhood, in my teenage years that I didn't even recognize or know what they were. But now it's like, it's like second nature to me. So yeah. 
Yeah, that that's interesting. I mean, I love having a connection with spirit. And then there are days that I really don't love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> I, I, I had a family wedding two yeah. weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, whatever. So before the wedding, I literally sat down with the loved ones who usually plague me at weddings. And I was like, look, we are not going to do this this week. I am not going to ball at this wedding because the family wedding before one of one of our our family members, his brother was getting married and he's been in spirit for a few years. And of course, he stepped right in with the groomsmen like, hey, I'm supposed to be here. I'm like hysterical in the back with my face buried in my husband's jacket. Not like little crying either. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And all the people at our table were like, is she all right? <laughs> so I don't know if the people at my table thought like I was upset because this guy was getting married or what, but my husband's just so cool about it. He's like, she's fine nothing to see here and he leans in and he asked me he goes is josh here i was like <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> so what i have gift. to lay that groundwork like no one is going to make me cry hysterically at this event today okay thanks <laughs> yeah set those boundaries hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know. I uh, I went to a wedding recently and it was at a venue outside of Philly where I live in a very haunted, very old hotel situation that was built in the like early 1700s. And oh, wow. I didn't realize that when I booked a room there. And then that night when I was trying to sleep, I was like, oh my God, so much energy here. Like I can't get me out of this place. <laughs> Have you ever been to Lilydale? No, I haven't. Mm -mm. So for people who don't know what Lilydale is, it's a spiritualist camp up in upstate New York near Lake Erie. Um, it's really cool. If you research the Fox sisters, they were like the, the, the first modern day mediums who really shared message. There's some hoax around them too, but they were cool anyway. So I went to Lilydale and I, it's really cool. They have classes and healing like forests. And then they have the stump where the resident mediums will come and give readings. It's really cool. So I call home the morning after I was there and I said to my husband, oh, I didn't sleep very well. It was very active here. <laughs> and he goes, well, why didn't you just lock the door and put in earbuds? I was like, not like no. people running around. Like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds like a cool place, though. I'll definitely have to check it out. May it's not sleep cool. there, but definitely. Yeah. I mean, it. just put your bubble up, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. A completely <laughs> impervious <laughs> bubble. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, we touched on some of the work you do with your clients, and I know you have lots of cool tools that you work with your clients. Aside from the Akashic Records, what's one of your other favorites? I love doing visualization meditations with my clients. 
So I do them. I offer that both as a do-it-yourself product that pe my, that people can buy from my website. But I also do, I lead clients through meditative experiences in sessions where we go deep into the past lives or into even galactic lifetimes. Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I believe that we can bring things up quickly from the Akashic Records, but sometimes you gotta relive it, see it, experience it for yourself and like have that, take that radical responsibility for the fact that your soul has lived that other experience in that lifetime. And you may see so many layers within yourself, within that meditation that really create powerful senses of knowing energetic shifts and changes for my clients. Um, so sometimes it, it's not enough for me to tell them that they live, have, they've lived that past life as a witch or they've been burned at the stake. We need to take them into a meditation because they need to re-experience it on some level because there are a lot of layers mm -hmm. that the client needs to heal from so that they can heal from that witch, witch wound and reintegrate who they are and clear the energy around it. And I love that you mentioned that there are so many layers because we've all been doing the work and yeah. sometimes things come up that we thought we already worked on. Well, it's a new layer. Like mm -hmm. it goes deep. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> I have that a lot with people in their money story. Like they're like, I've been working on my money story. I'm like, it's a new layer. Congratulations. I know. Another onion layer. Let's just peel it back. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so where can people find you and learn more about you? So you can find me on Instagram. My name is Emily the Mystic. You can also find me on YouTube. Same name, Emily the Mystic. And on my website, emilythemystic.com. Awesome. So I'll definitely include links to all of those places and encourage people to go meet you and learn more about you and follow you and all those fun social media outlets. Um, I would definitely say that YouTube is probably a really good one because you have an awesome energy and thank you. It, it's it's definitely more um, palpable mm -hmm. when you can hear somebody's yeah, voice and, and message. And mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing your insights and experience and you with the world. Oh, thank you for having me here, Jamie. I had a blast today. Awesome. This is so much fun. Uh, anybody who is watching, make sure you go check out Emily the Mystic. And I'll see you next week on Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. Thank you for listening to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Jamie Hearn. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.